Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to My Songs Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck. We uh, it's our second episode of season two. Episode my name, two. Episode two. Or episode thirteen. Dump bump. Wow. I don't even know. Would that be correct in the context? No, it wouldn't that, be. No, It'd be twenty four, right? <laughs> yeah, wow. surely. I beefed that so hard. <laughs> twenty five. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's good to start back it's good on to a good start, foot start on a bang. <laughs> my name is James Keogh. I'm uh, Alex Smith. And joining us for this, a friendly face writhing in the studio as oh, we just try to have one nice conversation and we just mess it up. Oh, man. Uh, it's Aiden Bradley. Hi, how you doing? Good. How's everybody? <laughs> yeah, good. Welcome back, buddy. It's been it's a year. To, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's uh, been a whole year since you've last joined us. Yes, it's been a big year. Um, mm. A lot of things have happened in that year. Ooh, tell us about it. What have you done this year? Uh, like this year is in... From the last time we saw you. Yeah, okay. Um, I did a tour, uh, which was cool. Yeah, you did. Um, that was fun. I did shows in Sydney, Melbourne, Bendigo. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Bendigo, right? Yes. Uh, Newcastle, the- if you want to go more regional. Then nice. it was like, there was a huge string of regional dates. So Lismore, Nimbin, Kira, Toowoomba, and then Brisbane. So it was, a, I think, a 14, 14 show tour in nine cities. That's intense. Yeah, man. Um, was that before or after management? Was that through management that you got that? That was, yeah, that was through management. I just got stuck on, like, they were like, oh, this band's going on tour. Do you want to go opening for them? And I said yes. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Which was, yeah, it was great. Nice. Uh, it was a really good experience. I met a lot of really, really cool people, um, particularly in Sydney. I bonded with a lot of musicians in Sydney. Oh, great. Uh, That's really awesome. Well. There's a real good sense of camaraderie down there, I think, because the scene's just going completely to shit. So they realize Is they've, got, really? to, they've just got to have each other's backs because no one else does. Oh, no. That's weird because you'd, th- you'd think that, like, Sydney being such a big city in comparison to here, you know, that it would be a bit more thriving. Well, it's also got the tightest lockout laws. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the lockout yeah. laws really screw over musicians because they introduced a bunch of new, like, decibel limits and stuff like that. Oh, shit. So people call in complaints to live music venues, like, all the That's time. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Don't move next to a live music venue yeah, if you yeah, don't I'll, like live I'm music. Gonna, I'm going to move next to the Prince of Captain Cook Hotel, and I'm going to complain when it's really loud there, even though it's, like, objectively louder during rugby season mm. when yeah, people right? go there, get shit-faced and fight over rugby. It's also like a comforting loudness. I find like the the dull, really bassy, like... Yeah. Like yeah, the actually, sound of something exciting happening in another room is very calming for me. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I suppose it's like when you like, if you put like a TV show on while mm, you're in mm. bed and you just like, you turn it off and you're like, oh, I was way sleepier when the show was on. Yeah. Mm. yeah. My friend, when we were in high school, he used to live like in Fortitude Valley, like right near, you know, the, the Chinatown and Brunswick Street, like where, you know, all the clubs yeah. would be happening. And so he'd be like, yeah, just on the weekends, like I fall asleep to like police sirens and ambulance. <laughs> I'm like, I can't get to sleep without it. I'm like, yeah. cool. It's great. If you can't afford like a Spider-Man outfit, 
Just move to the valley. <laughs> you can fall asleep and pretend you're in New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wondered where the fuck you were going. Yeah, I'm I, so glad that you brought it back around. I'm with with, with I such gotcha. a with such a calm, calm delivery. It was great. <laughs> so you went on a tour. I did. Have you been on many like tours like that, like big tours? Not like not like proper tours. I've done like a string of shows in like different towns before, but it was never sure. like this is a branded yeah. tour. The event is the tour. Yeah, uh, you're going to play this many shows back to back and understand what hating yourself is really like. <laughs> uh, and then we finally got to the end, and I was like, "Oh my, is it over? <laughs> is it? Over? Can I go to sleep now, <laughs> please?" <laughs> yeah. Do you have any like highlights highlights from that experience, that new experience? Um, the first show in Sydney that I played in the at the Mosh Pit, which I think is in Kingston. I want to say I don't think that's a real suburb. But, um. <laughs> That was like first show I'd ever played in like another capital city. Mm. It was the most nervous I had ever been for a show in the longest time. Yeah. And it was packed. Cool. And, and I, I was like, guys, there's like fuck, fucking, it's like it, about the size of the space that we were recording it in. Very small venue. And there's like yeah. fucking 40 people in there. I was like, I don't, how is this happening? I'm like the first act on the lineup. It's like <laughs> 6.30. <laughs> what, where, what are you people doing? Why are you here? And yeah, it wow. was- yeah, that was really great. Really, sc- and also like, again, the bands in Sydney were like really, really supportive. Like, cool. I was standing outside with a bunch of them, and they're like, "Yeah, man, fucking yeah, it was great. It was oh, great." That's People, awesome. Yeah, everyone's like really complimenting each other a lot, which was like really great. And I think that's like a really lovely thing when everyone's like standing outside. People like finishing. The- People just like finish pack up people like having the last drink having cigarettes mm. and like mm. just chatting about like the music that got made that night and yeah. like talking about each other in like a really positive way that was really really nice and that's like that's often necessary when you're the new kid from brisbane who's yeah. you know there on his own and having that community who's supporting you that's yeah really, that's- and it was like i remember because i was i didn't take time off work for the tour so what i would do is i would like fly out on thursday mm. morning Play a show wherever, so like in Sydney. So play a show in Sydney on Thursday, play a show in Newcastle on Friday, play another show in Sydney on Saturday, fly home on Sunday, and then work Monday to Wednesday, wow. and then fly out again on Thursday. I did that for about four weeks. Wow. Uh, and by the end of it, I remember I like, after the Brisbane show, which sold out, which was wonderful. Oh, nice. I remember I like got in my car. I drive home and I like just fucking started bawling my eyes out because it was over. Oh no. And I was just, no, but it was like in such like a good way. I was like, oh sure. my God, I fucking did it. The catharsis. I did like both of my lives full time for like fucking four weeks and like <laughs> I did it and I like, I could see how like much my career had progressed in like the four weeks. It's like a very linear thing because like you play shows, you bug people to follow your social media mm. and that's like normal, normally like how shows go. And yeah. then it's like you do all of them back to back. And it's like, oh my God, there's just been this huge jump in like the amount of people that are like following me on fucking Facebook, Instagram, oh, and so like good. listening to my shit on Spotify. It was yeah. like such like a big thing. And I also wasn't super broke because I'd worked a whole bunch. <laughs> I'd managed to fit 30 hours into three days. And like, yeah, it was go home, cried, slept for a good fucking 38 hours, and then went back to my day. <laughs> my, <laughs> and then my, it was my life. Your normal life again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anything else happened other than the tour? In this in this year, so I've written a new EP. Great. Uh, I've written two EPs actually, which um, kind of brings us nicely to the song for the no, day. It does bring <laughs> us nicely to the song. Um, oh yeah, we should probably talk about the song. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, Alex. Uh, speaking of Alex, hello. Yeah, he actually features on this demo, yeah. uh, which is bad. And we both came to the consensus was bad. And then my co-producer, after I scrapped it, was like, "Yeah, that was bad." Um, this demo is a very 
not good version of like a song that I've completely rewritten and redone. And I can't wait to just dissect this motherfucker because me and my, my, my co-producer had such a long chat mm. about like how we could have made it work mm. and how neither of us really wanted to do that. <laughs> um, but it's since been rewritten uh, and all of us involved, including Alex, who's still featuring on it, yeah. uh, are very much a lot happier. Very we good. Did. Uh, if we scrap the next version, then that means that I am what makes it bad because the other <laughs> songs on the EP that I've heard are really good. Oh, thank you. Man. And so if, if the EP comes out without me as a feature, it means that we figured out that I was no, the problem. No, because the EP is in, like, it's an entirely collaborative EP. So I wrote oh, right. four songs and I'm getting four different people to feature on each one of them. That's great. And I particularly targeted more or less soloists, people who sort of work... Um, on their own in terms of writing. I think that mm. in Brisbane being in like being, being a soloist, being on your own is in a lot of ways, obviously there's challenges that present themselves with being in a band, but uh, for a soloist, there's a whole different plethora of challenges. Um, notably, I think there's a lot, there's a lot less of a leniency to give sort of soloists a chance mm, um, okay. that they'll give fans because a, like a band will come to an event and you'd be like, can we play a gig this night? If there's four people in the band and they all bring five friends, well, that's a lot of people spending money at the bar. Sure. Yeah. Uh, being a soloist, you can't really sort of pull that thing because, no, you know. You there's don't, only one of you. Yeah, there's only one of you. Uh, and it's very much a thing about getting gigs is really the bar wanting to get a lot of people to buy drinks. Right. Uh, yeah. And it's, 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 it's difficult. And I, that's why I wanted to target people who I thought were a bit lesser known um, and, you know, people who I think have something really really cool to contribute mm. but don't necessarily get all of the platforms that they could contribute it on yeah so mm. yeah uh this this song are we listening to it now let's yeah, do it the what's track? the name of the track song? uh this track is called ignore me ah. uh which the new version is also called ignore me but isn't total dog shit so <laughs> and bearing in mind unlike other songs where we've had like are we still going where we still had a, a few years to like cool off this is still very Fresh and tender. So yeah, be really? gentle. Be oh, gentle. We scrapped this last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday? Tuesday? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, we scrapped oh, wow. this on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Uh, so and then fresh. I yeah. spent all of, all so of Wednesday. Criticism. Yeah, I'm not going to. I spent all of Wednesday in this hot little room tracking like a new demo and writing new lyrics and doing all of that stuff. And then I sent it to my co producer and he was like, Fuck yes, <laughs> you did it. And I'm like, I'm going to go lie down, Tim. I don't feel very well. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't wait. Why don't we take a listen? My inbox is empty and I'm out of friends. Woke up hurting again this morning, but it's all in my Vacant shows and broken bones These are the dreams we fought for No money in my hands, no fuel in my tank No one up on the dance floor Turn your back and count to eight And hope I go away Go ahead and ignore me It's not like you
my brain is fucked, but that's the way it goes. Try so hard to grab your attention, but it all goes up in smoke. I've got as much hype as I'm allowed. If it was gonna happen, it would happen by now. Go ahead and ignore me, it's not like you be the only one. Tell me I need to be patient when you've no idea what I've done. We can't live on royalty checks, but we're alright. But we'll be fine Can't seem to cash a break But we'll get by Can't afford another mistake So please just try So that was Go Ahead and Ignore Me by Aiden Bradley, feet, your man Alex Smith. Yeah. How are we how are we feeling? I didn't mind it. Like as a as a as a as new ears, as fresh ears to mm. this track. It's kind of groovy. Mm. You know. Um I don't, yeah, I didn't mind it. I, I I don't think it's as bad as you. I saw you doing some groans, doing yeah. some uh, <laughs> I will say, in terms of mixing. Because what happened was Aiden had the track mm. and he had his, um, fi- you had your final vocals on, right? Except for like some, some demo-y parts. No, that was what I did. I was working on like this new vocal thing that my co-producer thought would be cool. And it would be cool if we had had the time to actually properly work it out. Mm. That's actually the scratch vocal. Okay. That's okay, a scratch okay. vocal. I was, um, yeah, I was going to say. Um, so the instrumentation was as it was though, right? Yeah. Uh, then we had scratch vocals and then I recorded my vocals and then we were kind of like I'm not sure about this and then that's where we kind of pulled the plug so in terms of mixing mm. that's why I think the vocals aren't sitting quite yeah it's because right. I just gave up on yeah. it I just- so you you recorded them on your own and sent them in no I no, went to, he, I went he to came oh, okay. we, we made a day of it it was nice oh, it was nice. nice yeah it was good very good yeah made him a cup of tea did you yeah, it was very nice I had to hit them notes uh, how how should we approach this? Should we do good, bad, general, or should we do your notes, my notes, Aiden's notes? Um, well, Aiden, why don't you cap us off because you sort of, you know, presented this as uh, something that you weren't even, you know, willing to to listen back to, and I'm I'm interested to know why. So I think there's a lot of things that that happened with this song and there was a lot of things that were going on in my like mindset while I was making it. Mm. Uh, the first thing I think is that I wouldn't be excited listening to this. Mm. I wouldn't like if I found this on like a discover playlist or something, Yeah, I wouldn't be like, fuck, I need to listen to this a whole bunch. I wouldn't be yeah. excited. This would be the kind of song that I would skip. Mm. This sure. wouldn't, 
It wouldn't stick. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. get like that part of your brain going that's like, fuck, this really resonates yeah. with me. It, it wouldn't excite me. Um, I, I think, and this is going back to when I was like first working on the demo, which was quite a while ago. Um, I largely thought that because it was like a collaboration ZP, I could pretty largely stray from the genre that I'm used to working into, right. which is like reverbed up, sad. Yeah. Indie white boy mm-hmm. shit. Um, and I think that was probably a mistake because that was the one thing that my co-producer at the day we properly pulled the plug. Mm. Um, I just got off. I was talking on the phone with him. This was just before I called you to say that I'm yeah. going to redo it and we'll see how we feel about a new version. Um, he was like, look, we could make this work. We absolutely could make this work. You're a good enough musician to make this work, but it won't sound anything like you. Mm. And I thought, well, that's a problem. Yeah, That's probably going to be a problem. And I think if we did do all the things that he would have done, it would have been not even for people who listen to my music, it would have been unrecognizable to them, but it also would have been like, well, this is just going to be like kind of like a weird B-side that I guess I remember before, which is weird because I didn't do that with any of the other songs in the EP. They're very sort of strict into my genre. Oh, right. Okay. Um, that's, that's a lot of what I, because we, when we were recording, um, we took a bit of a break in the middle because mm. I was like, I can't figure out this bridge harmony. Let's take a break. Yeah. Um, so we had a cup of tea and then you were like, do you want to hear the other stuff on the EP? And I was like, fuck yeah. And like, I, I was, I was getting pumped about this as we were doing it. <laughs> and then I heard the the next single, which we can listen to the end of this. And then the single after that. And I was like, dude, my song's going to be like the bad one on the EP. <laughs> and, and that was the thing that resonated with me really uh, that Alex said. He said, mm. oh, I, I th- and you said it like off the cuff almost as like a joke. Because mm. I, don't, I don't think you were being entirely serious, but you were like, oh. I would have been serious. But yeah, I, well. I deliver my, my heartfelt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you said, oh, I'm on the worst song. <laughs> and I thought like, well. and I was like, oh, I mean. There has to be he's a worst not, song. Yeah, and that's yeah, what I thought. True. And then I was like, he's not wrong. But it's like the worst song by so many degrees. It's not mm. like just like one of them's not just gonna narrow like edge it mm. out. It's like the worst song. Like sure. it's it's not mm. and I, I I wouldn't have said that if I didn't feel it was largely my fault. I feel like because of the key it's in, I'm because because I I've got two I kind of double track. I've got the low vocal where I'm matching Aiden. Yep. And I've got the up the octave. Mm. And it felt like for me to be able to sing on this, I had to give a performance that was bad. And so, because with the other ones, I feel like they really showcase the person that you're collabing with really well. And it's you guys like coming together to do something cool, the two of mm. you. Whereas I felt like this was like you were doing a song and I was nasally scree- <laughs> yeah. squealing in the background. I, did, and that was, I noticed it was, yeah, well, higher than, mm. you know, most songs that you've done before. Like, it's the... Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have just been like, this song's bad, man. It was like, <laughs> I feel like my addition to this song makes it bad, was my angle. Yeah, which is not how I felt. I felt it was bad. Because, like, and that was like, a, it was always kind of in the back of my mind. Like, I, do I actually like this? I don't think I do. Uh, mm. But also, like... Yeah. <laughs> well, I Do guess I? <laughs> um, for for that in particular, for the idea of scrapping songs to speak it to you know speak generally, when do you sort of feel is the line of like here's a thing I've been working on? Do you kind of get the sort of gambler's fallacy of I've been working on this for so long, you know, even if it's bad, I got to keep with it? Or do you get to a certain point with songs where you're just like this is not salvageable? I sort of I get to I definitely get to the point where I'm like this is like we need to cut our losses on this sure. because like we might have, mm. we may have spent like a lot of time, but I don't. 
and keep in mind, I've only like, I, I, I write like a lot of songs. Mm. Like I, for every song that comes out, there's like five that I've written. And mm. then for that one song that comes out, there's like five drafts of lyrics. Um, it, it's, it takes a little bit for me to get to the stage where it's like, this isn't working. Mm. This really isn't working. And I guess also like, I've recently brought in a co-producer. Pre- previously, all my stuff was produced by myself. Sure. Um, and he's made that process a lot easier. Okay. He's made that process where he's like, don't do that. Uh, and I'm <laughs> like, yeah, you, yeah, you got So me. he's your extra set of eyes. To yeah. Because kind of the way Tim and I work is I'll send him a song that's like two thirds done. Yeah. And he'll be like, this is cool. Consider changing this, 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 and this. I'm going to send you a whole bunch of shit. Drop it in over the song. Keep what you want and delete what you don't. Uh, and then like. Like just recently, the demo that you that I showed you, mm. um, stupid things. One of the other songs on the EP, the Is more acoustic-y the, yeah, one. Yeah, the plunk. Yeah, he's like the strumming pattern's boring. Mm. You should change the strumming pattern. Mm. And then, like nine times out of ten, whenever I do it, he's right because he's like, I, I like it. It's it's like a it's just a different perspective, and it's someone who's a lot more objective. You know, it's mm. someone who's like. This strumming pattern is fine, but just know it's been done thousands of times. Like yeah, if you can right. do something slightly different. I think a thing that we've fallen to and why it's good to have someone to bounce off is that we know like our intention and what we're trying to do. So when we see what we put down, we're only putting down like 70% of it, but in our mind, we're seeing 100%. We're seeing yeah, the context. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that person is just seeing yeah. what it is. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't work, which is a useful, mm. useful thing. Yeah. Do you scrap many songs, Dallas? Oh, dude, I... Yeah, like 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 Aiden, you write five, you put out one, and that's the thing. The thing is, if it takes you a long time to write music, um, that those are the people that put out worse stuff because it's kind of like, oh, it took me so long to write, and I never right. write. So that's why it's important to be disciplined yeah. and write often, so that you can throw away more songs. Sure. It is also a skill. Like it's yeah. a thing that develops as you write more shit. Part of the time, like you know, there's like that write a song every day challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, I I tried rewriting the same song every day for five oh, days. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's messed things up. <laughs> so mm. something worked. I yeah. I people tell me it's good. I <laughs> I think yeah. I think there's like I've met a lot of people that are like yeah, we wrote this in an afternoon. Yeah, that's yeah. You don't like it? Well, we wrote it in an afternoon. Yeah. Okay, maybe take another afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Right? like work that's on not an excuse and work on it a touch more. And that's not me like dunking on anyone. It's just like, like it's good songs are rewritten. They aren't written. They're rewritten. Yeah. And mm. when you like, I sh- like, oh man, I've like recorded demos and then gone back the next day and be like, what the fuck is this? What yeah. the, <laughs> the fuck? Get rid of this. And then I burn my computer. Yeah. Um, I think it's also a good skill. Because sometimes it doesn't take writing the whole song to know you should jump ship. Like yeah. you can you can write like a verse chorus and be like, yeah, I can I can see what this is about, and it's not really worth pursuing. And I think that yeah. saves a lot of time. Yeah, and I probably yeah I do that an awful mm. lot, mm. which is just like here's a verse idea. Oh, it's shit. Okay, cool. Next one. Um, and then you kind of have a you know, but then that's still on the shelf. You know, if there's stuff if there's a yeah. good you know line in there and it's like oh yeah. I might like it might, might not work in that configuration yeah exactly. yeah that verse might be a great bridge for like yeah. another song it's also a great tool to sort of realize what you don't like like yeah. that's what i always found about drafts where it's like the first draft who fucking cares what you write because the mm. sooner you write it the sooner you can figure out how to fix it like if you write a bunch of bad lines well the sooner 
you do that, the sooner you realize what lines that you want to change. Sure. And the sooner that you can get to doing that. Mm. Like if you don't realize that there's a problem in like if you don't draft, you don't realize why you don't like it. Yeah. And if you don't realize why you don't like it, you 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 can't I mean you can, but like you you I struggle to see how a lot of people get to the conclusion where they fix it. Sure. You know? Yeah, and that's probably that's a good you know, that's why it's good that you have this demo, you know, so that you can look at it and say, oh, okay, this actually is quite bad. I'm going to fix it up in this, this, this way. Like you wouldn't be able to make the fixed song if you didn't have this as like a jumping off point. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. I can't remember who said it, but they were like, uh, it's important to write, writing bad songs are important because then you've already written it and you won't write it again. Like you won't write that bad song later. I want to say sure. that was like Ed Sheeran. Yeah, that sound <laughs> I feel right. like that was Ed Sheeran. He was like the guy who was like, it's like a dirty tap, you turn it on and all the shit yeah, comes out yeah. and then you get clean water. So if you get all the shit songs out of you, eventually it'll just be good songs. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Um, what do you think of that? Well, I've got bad, good and general. Give us, we've we've heard a lot of bad, let's hear some good. Okay. Um, oh, what? Really? Good? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got some shit. I really like the production. I really like the record hiss and the vibe, very summery vibe. Mm. I'll always... The thing that I can't do and struggle with and have a lot of respect for people who can do is all the little plunky producer things, like like a little xylophone here. I don't know if it was xylophone because I'm like an idiot, <laughs> but there was like just some plunky stuff. And like I like little bits. I like the glitter that you chuck on a song, the little bits yeah. that you don't plan and be like, and I will have a wind chime here. Like it's yeah. all just the little stuff. I like that. Uh, good vibe, very summery. Uh, and I enjoyed the... Uh, oh, great guitar playing. Very Thank good guitar you. playing, as always. Yeah, no, Bradley I love the is a guitar, guitar man. One. Uh, good message. The struggle as a, as a musician. Oh, yeah. I, we, could I, talk, we could talk about I that. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I'm sure we will. I, yeah. That's yeah. cool. I, yeah, like, again, like, I, I thought this was decent. Um, I, I didn't think it was terrible. Certainly not, you know, at the level of some of the stuff we've listened to from Alex and, you know, stuff of the stuff. <laughs> wow, <thanks>. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Dunk me for no reason. The song is that your old song sung. I um, guess. <laughs> we weren't talking about that just then, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, to me, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. under the bus. No, it was very funny. <laughs> but it's not. You know what I mean? Like, this has years of experience behind it in a way that, you know, some high schooler writing a song wouldn't have. Um, so it's like, yeah, that's not like, is that, that kind of diminishes my excuse further. True. <laughs> like, oh, he's got years of experience behind it. So why are you making such shit, man? Like, what? <laughs> no, but it's a demo. It's fine. You use this one to figure out how to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I got Evanescence vibes from this song. I don't know why. Uh, listening to it in the studio uh, when it's just like, I can see that. Ignore. Like, I'm like, oh, hello. Yeah, evanescence. I can, I get an evanescent vibe from it just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I don't as much get a summary vibe. I gotta say, um, Ooh, summary conflict. verse, summary verse. Okay, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. That's very it's summary summer. for me. Yeah, that makes me think of like driving in a car with your with your windows down. Mm. Summer. That's summer. It's summer. That's summer. Chorus is not summary. The chorus is not summary. Chorus is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Um, like when you were fixing it up, did you like rip out and change the lyrics or did you just kind of change the vibe of it? I, everything. Everything? I completely rewrote it. Amazing. Um, Alex has heard it. He can, he can testify. Well, I've heard this. the instrumental. So I haven't heard any of the new lyrics. I didn't know the lyrics were any different. Have you? 
Yeah, you you sent me um you didn't send me a song. You sent me that video. Holy shit! On I your phone on the computer. Oh my god, I didn't send it to you. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's why I was confused. And you're like, did, I'm did you so- listen to the- <laughs> Oh my god. You're like, did you I listen to the new one? Oh my god, I sent you a OneDrive link with it in there. Not to my knowledge. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's why I was confused because I was like, yeah, you sent me a Facebook video of like your screen playing like 20 seconds of it. And I was like, yeah, yeah and was that good. was like just chords. That wasn't anything. That wasn't a song. I was just like, look, here's progress. I have proof of concept. Look. I was like, sounds good. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! Man. Really? Oh man! That's I swore I sent you the same demo I sent my co-producer. Well, I look forward to that. Yeah, though. you've got more to listen to. Okay, well, I just want you to know he went off his fucking nut. Like he called me from work at his that, day job. That explains that response more. Because I was just like a twenty-second Facebook, but like it was pretty good. Oh my god! I know he. Yeah, he like called me from his day job and be like, "You fucking did it, son. You did it." I thought you were because I was like. I told him that I was canning and I was like, "I'll have a new demo for you in twenty-four hours." He's like, "I thought you were gonna send me like another fucking song. I didn't think you were gonna like." fucking bust your ass on this all day and he's like this fucking jesus <laughs> so like i guess rather than asking what's changed what actually has stayed in when you're kind of rebuilding Ooh. this song? um a yeah. few of a few of the lyrics did um a few of the lyrics uh the chorus became kind of like a pre-chorus uh, uh it's a lot more it's both simultaneously less and more structured so there's like an intro there's a verse there's a pre-chorus, which is really like verse part two. It's just like a, it's it's the same length as the verse, but it's like different chords and different lyrics and a yeah. different melody. Nice. Uh, and then into the chorus, uh, the bridge lyrics are the same, mm. but delivered very, very differently. Is that turn you back and count to eight and hope I go away? No, that's the old pre-chorus. That's the old pre-chorus. The bridge is we can't live on royalty checks, but we're all- Oh, right. right. Yeah. You know, the bridge. <laughs> I was thinking um, of the pre-chorus. It's a different song concept. It's all, all together, it's, 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 it's very different. And it, it's just objectively fucking better. It's just it's just way better, um, which is good. I'm I'm like I'm glad I'm glad I went through the process of like hating myself for a few hours so I could produce something better. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I like I really like mess things up as a song that I've written, and I think this kind of sits mm-hmm. on par with it. Um, That's cool. very exciting to hear because I really like uh, mess things up. Huh. Which yeah, I think it. Uh, thank you very much for that, by the way. Um, but I think definitely it's like it's on par, and you could you could definitely see how mess things up then turns. If you're listening to the songs back to back, you could definitely see how mess things up then goes into ignore me. Mm, cool. Um, so thematically, it makes a lot more sense with the EP. That's um, good. So it's oh man, I feel so bad that I didn't actually send it to you. That's all right. <laughs> um, maybe that's a good thing though, because like the vocal take that I did was like a like a like a one take to be like, here's mm. an idea. I'm just going to hit the vague approximation of some notes for you. Um, is it more now, because you mentioned before it wasn't really in your style, is it now more in your style? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. definitely. And it's like I always, because I like said to myself when I was making Boat Ramps, my EP, like I'm done with making guitar records. Mm. I want to write like other instruments and oh, I want to write. But like, you're really good at guitar records. I just don't. <laughs> it's for me. Um, sure. So like that's why I mess things up has like sense and true, a lot more true. attention paid to like the harmonies and there's a lot more vocal yeah. work and my vocal melodies are a lot more better than boat ramps. Um and like uh the new version of Ignore Me starts with an organ, mm. which I do, can't play keys. Sure. Uh but it's got like this droning organ that it starts with. And it's probably I think the first song I've ever written that doesn't start with guitar. Ooh. Oh wow. It's just organ for like the first sixteen like organ and vocals for like the first sixteen bars. That's cool. That's awesome. And it's like Oh my god! There's no guitar, and there's my voice still. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. What is this? What's going on? Um, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned to me when we were recording that uh, you got your uh, singing instructor 
um, she was like kind of there while you were recording your vocals for um, mess things up and that you felt that you gave like a better performance. Do you think that it would be worth like getting her on for other ones if, if she kind of like... I kind of feel... Um, Lily is, yeah, she's my vocal coach and mm. she is also, yeah, she's the featured artist on Mess Things Up. Um, oh, I should, yeah, I should have said yeah, that. Well, she's she the featured there. artist on Mess Things Up. I imagined <laughs> like she's just in the corner, just like critiquing as yes. you're... No, yeah. um, I actually, and that's the thing that so many people have commented on. It's like your voices just work so well together, mm. which mm. is great because mine is bad and hers isn't. So it kind of <laughs> counterbalances. It sounds great on the track. Oh, it thanks. sounds really good. Thank you. Um, and like I, I like I've had messages from people, and people have been like, "You should just like write her a bunch of songs. Write just write like a bunch of songs. Do an EP with her specifically, yeah, and mm. and and release that, and it'll be great." Um, I think that would be very well received. Mm. Is she a musician herself? Yes, she oh, is. Cool. Uh, so she studied at the con. Oh wow, um, nice. And has been a vocal coach since. Think she was twenty. Cool. Um, which is cool. Hi, Lily. If you listen to this, by the way, Hi, I Lily. Hope, hope our song is going well. I don't know you, but hello. Please stop yelling at me in <laughs> lessons. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's cool. I yeah, she's she's great. I'm going to her wedding in July. Congratulations, Lily. Congratulations. Lily. Oh, how fantastic! And it's you. it's funny, right? Because she gigs with a fiance who is like a con trained guitarist. Oh wow! So it's like I they actually opened the leg of the show in the leg of the tour in Toowoomba and I was like sitting there with the other musicians who were playing that night I'm like are you guys ready to feel super incompetent (laughs) are you guys ready to feel completely junk about your crafts the singer from the con and guitarist from the con yeah and he's got like a master's in composition oh no way damn yeah he's 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 Park is an insanely talented and very very nice human (laughs) he's a very nice guy he's very tall Oh, he's very tall. Uh, no, he's a great guy. I like him. <laughs> he also teaches guitar. They have oh, like that's that's how they live. They live in their house where they both teach their respective that's instruments. Fantastic! It's fucking adorable. I'd imagine <laughs> that's just such a creative environment just to like live in. Yeah, I love it. They sound like lovable characters from a show that aren't the main characters. Yeah, yeah. But, but you, you get you excited when they come onto screen. Uh-huh. Yeah, like watching at home. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> I imagine them living in like a, a little hut and it's perpetually the golden hour and they live by the cliffs and they just yes. play their music. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lily, for creating this like fantastical life for you. No, it's not oh, too you far. Have a great life. It's <laughs> not too far from the Sounds truth. Guys don't want yeah. to know. Fantastic. Um, where to now? I mean, I, I've always got notes. Oh, of course. This is why I bring my laptop. Oh, shit. I'm yeah, going to get yeah. crucified here. Alex is going to crucify this song. <laughs> oh, no. I'm being very gentle. Don't, um, though. Don't for the next one. Yeah, why was it uh, so bad? Did you knock the bad dial up? To- no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I thought for a second there you were like, why did you think it was so bad? I was like ready to be like, oh, well. But you were like, why was it so bad? It's fucking terrible. <laughs> did man. you accidentally spill some bad juice on this song? Because it's very bad. And it was just a bottle that says featuring your man Alex Smith. I'm just like, now the song's ruined. No. Oh, thank you for turning that back to self-deprecation. I really appreciate my that. Skill. We can feel bad together. <laughs> yeah. Um, turn your back and count to eight. Presumably, like a, a musical thing, obviously. Um, yeah, let's go with that. But, <laughs> I was gonna say why? Why? why I could. Like I thought I could slant rhyme late with a way. Oh, true. true but true. yeah, the musical thing. Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Totally. Yeah. To my knowledge, this song 
Because when I listen to music, I am very basic. So I imagine if I was singing and blah, 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 or sure. I imagine like the person I'm sing- singing about. Um, for me, this felt like it reminded me of my, my days when I used to play it. Uh, famous establishment. Say it. <laughs> I wouldn't say it. Um, and people would ignore me. And so was this kind of like a song that you could play in those places? Because I've wanted to write a song being like, don't even look up from your fucking meal. You know, like <laughs> wow, those songs yeah. where you're singing at them and being like, fuck you for not paying attention sure. to me. But also still like putting on good performance. <laughs> Was this a bit of a, a fuck you to the people who ignore musos? The, no, actually, I don't. I, I don't mind. Um those people, I think, because I, I've always carried this weird chip on my shoulder that no one's obligated to give a fuck about your music. That's mm-hmm. like it's your job to make them, yeah, uh, cool. and I think it's 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 weird. And I do them like I do the pub gigs as well, and it, for money. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. like when you realize that no one actually gives a shit. People are just there to get drunk, eat, and smoke cigarettes. Then it's like you are just a part of the background, and it makes yeah. the whole, dealing with the whole thing so much easier. This is yeah. actually more of a fuck you to the music industry. True, um, like paid rehearsal. Pardon? It's like paid rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah, it is like paid rehearsal. Hmm. Uh, not the that, fuck sorry? you to the music industry. That's not paid rehearsal. Yeah, no, that's not paid rehearsal. What do you so, mean? So like if you're playing to a room of people who aren't listening, that just means oh, you're I just see. getting some experience. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. And, just... and cash, hopefully. Yeah. Like I do I do like three hour pub gigs just because it's like it's half my rent. For oh, fucking that's months. cool. So yeah. I guess I'm just a, a worse person than you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I no, I don't know. <laughs> No. But I'm but, uh, also pretty good at being like, hey, here's a loop. You guys fucking listen to it. I'm going to check my phone <laughs> while I'm on stage, technically. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. No one cares. The bartenders don't care. They'll just be like, yeah, here's your fucking 200 bucks. Come back next week, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, one fucking, no one fucking cares. Um, it's different to like a ticketed show and there's like an actual oh, yeah. stage sure, and yeah. people who like bought tickets. So they're like, hopefully they care. Yeah. I don't know. Pippin. You'd hope so. Yeah, <laughs> you'd hope so. Um, no, this song was more of like a fuck you to the music industry because like, I don't know, it's, it's, and it's not even, like, it's not targeted at anyone. It's just like, uh, like really deep seated frustrations that I have, mm. you know, when it's like, obviously, obviously a lot of these organizations can't respond to every email, but like when uh, you send out 40 emails to 40 different people and zero of them fucking get back to you, mm. like it's really difficult to not take that personally. Uh, even though it's 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 not it's it, they're not being it's not like a personal thing. No one's dunking on you because of who you are. It's like a well, I mean, they've probably got two hundred emails that day from people sure. saying the exact yeah. same shit with a song that probably sounds vaguely fucking similar, yeah. asking for the same old crap. Yeah. Like it's not like they're doing it like, oh fucking Aiden again. Lol, delete. It's <laughs> not like that. It's like it's just difficult to at the end of doing that when you you've created something that you think is really cool. It's 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 so hard to not take it personally. Sure, it's, it's so disheartening. Yeah, yeah, it's so hard to not be like, oh fuck. Like I remember once um, when one of my songs came out, I emailed a radio station about it. I sent them like a full press kit. It was a full professional email. Hmm. It was like, yeah, this is this, this is what the song's about. Here's a link to the song. I hope you enjoy it. Social media, yada yada yada. And I just got the word back, cool. Oof. Yeah, Which and is- I like. Aside from being unprofessional, it's pretty just a disgusting way to treat That's someone. So rude. And I like turned my computer off, got into I was like nineteen at the time. Yeah, yeah. Got into bed and like cried for yeah. like ten minutes and then yeah. got up, turned my computer back on, and started emailing more people. Yeah. And it's like just subjecting yourself to this kind of fucking rejection Oof. all yeah. of the time. So rough. Um, which again, like it's not like no one's obligated to give a shit, but it's like I get really frustrated when it comes down to your marketability. 
Mm. Um, which is obviously fucking what the ma- makes the world go around. But like, yeah. I get really frustrated when it's like, oh, you're weirdly tall and lanky and fucking you're going to finish losing your hair in about 14 minutes. And like, <laughs> you're just not marketable because you're just singing weird Ryan Adams-esque reverbed up nonsense about fucking having sex with boat ramps. You're not marketable. That was a really big rant. I apologize. Oh, good. Good rant. We, um, we encourage rants on this We're going to clip everything except for this rant. Like, I, I, re- <laughs> I remember when my friend's band got to number one on Earth. And stayed at number one on the earth for like three weeks. Wow. Damn. They got zero reviews from anyone on Triple J. Were they played on Triple J? No. And like it came down to like marketability. Wow. Yeah. And it's like clearly people were listening to this song or clearly people were enjoying it. Sure. But it, it came down to marketability. That's crap. I think it sucks that uh, I'm just trying to filter through like the layers of this mini rant. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, no. Like so Triple J... So iTunes is important, apparently. You know, if, if if you sell someone, oh, I'm on iTunes, they're like, oh, so you're really big. And it's like, and you can buy my stuff on iTunes, but I'll get like one cent for the whole album. Or you could go to Bandcamp where I get like 90% of the money. You get yeah. all these downloads, you get a, a wav. You but, can stream it because Bandcamp has yeah. a, new, a new streaming platform. Where yeah. Anything that you buy on Bandcamp, you can stream indefinitely. Mm. And I think a lot of phone plans, it doesn't actually cost you data anymore. Sick. Yeah. Oh, so gosh. I, like, I've told people like, I'm on Triple J and they're like, you're on Triple J on Earth. That's huge. And it's yeah. like, A, you just need to apply. It. And B, <laughs> so Australia has decided that Triple J on Earth is like the way to make it. But you can be number one on Earth, but like they have a small group of people. Who yeah. Pick, and a small group of people with a small group of music tastes. Exactly. And like, so that's, that's the shitty thing. Like this small group of people decides mm. whether people get to succeed and play these huge music festivals. No, it's not. Yeah, I definitely, I don't, I do think that it's like it's 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 a tastemaker's game. You know, it's yeah, like totally. It's and I I don't want to I don't want to use that to discredit any of the bands that I know have worked really hard that have got oh, absolutely success yeah. from Triple J. I think Amy Shark's story is a pretty heartwarming one where totally. she was like on the fucking precipice of giving up. Yeah, and then people realized that she's actually quite a good musician. Yeah. Like you do, still need to be good. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's still true. I want to make that clear. And like it is, it's a tastemaker's game, and it's like it it has sort of everything to do with like where you are at what time. Mm. Yeah, and you 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 can't you can't r- like rig that variable that you can't fix that. You yeah. know, like there's no way that you can you can't like sit at your desk and grind it out for fucking eight hours to make you at a better place at a better time. It's not like yeah, a linear yeah. progression, you know? Mm. Everyone I know who's done really well has been like fucking nothing, fucking nothing, fucking nothing, fucking nothing. Mm. And then like f- fucking Pete Murray will be like, do you want to open for me? And then bang. <laughs> yeah. <You're> like, <laughs> fuck, everyone gives a shit about this one person. And it's like... And I think now because like there's this perception that, you know, now, you know, SoundCloud and, and, and Bandcamp and all that kind of stuff, it's like, oh, anyone can just start making music and put it out there and be successful. But it's like, no, just like it's always been, it's about luck and it's about being in the right place at the right time. And it's like... It's the anyone can cook. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. anyone can cook, but <laughs> not everyone can cook, you know? Sure. It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I just, yeah, yeah. I, I see what he's getting at. It's yeah. like yeah. the opportunity is open to everyone, but exactly. you still need to be good to make it. Yeah. And and in fact, it's sort of, it's the opposite. It's now probably even harder to make it big because of the oversaturation that comes from having these platforms that make it so easy to put your stuff out there. I think the concept of making it as like in the traditional sense is pretty mm. like outdated. I don't think that's super relevant anymore because it's like, because 
obviously because there's so many different ways to put music out in the world. There's so many different ways to monetize it, right? Sure. And if you take making it as like financial stability, which Mm. is what I always considered making it. I always considered making it be like, I don't have to work a crappy day job. I can make music. Mm. and I will get paid for it. Yep, and you that, can live, yeah. That's what I always thought making it was. It doesn't matter if you're making fucking 30K a year or 300,000. That's made it yeah. to me. Yeah. You are making music, and you have convinced enough people to give a shit about you that yeah. they will listen to it, and you'll be fine. Um, and making it in the traditional sense back from the like the 90s to the early 2000s was like, you work really hard, you grind it out, you write some good songs, go to a record label, record label flips a fucking coin, if it's heads, cool. Yeah. You get to have a big career now. Yeah. And you get to do all these really great things. Now it's like you're always working at getting like your fucking Spotify followers up so yeah. more people hear your shit. You're always working at fucking smashing your throat. And it's like making it is like just inching forward really mm. until you hit a point where it's like, well, I have enough influence to do something really cool now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like the the, the rec- record labels of have – pretty steadily been dying um, yeah no i would agree because there's no like money in it anymore sure you know it's and a gamble and that now means that you are your own marketing yeah. you are your own artists you know, have realized that the money yeah. can come from them yeah like the money well they don't need record label money because mm. doing this is so much easier and, totally yeah they do need venues not to <laughs> shut down <laughs> we do need shut venues down. we do need those <laughs> that is very true oh. hmm. so because I feel like we're starting to get towards the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, we're winding down. We're mm. having a I did go cap. on a big fuck off. No, rant. It was a good I loved rant, it. Man. I, was I a love big a rant. Fuck off we rant. all in this house. We love good rants. We love a rant. Um, <laughs> what would you tell yourself a year ago that you feel would help? Because I feel like that's probably oh, would yeah. have been helpful for our listeners who are beginning. All advice is we good advice. This, we did this last time, didn't we? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I try to do it um, as many times as I can. So this is what your advice to you. This time last year? Yeah, that, w- that would have been yeah. useful for this year. Yeah, that's true. It's okay if it's only useful to you personally, Aiden Bradley. Yeah, um, we're always learning. Uh, fuck. Um, please keep holding on. Mm. Please, that's- please, for the love of God, keep holding on. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm such an anxious wreck so much of the time. Like, I, I don't think I've slept in like three days. Jeez. I'm like, every, like, I go to bed fucking terrified all the time because like, even this tiny modicum of success that I've got, I'm always terrified that something's going to take it away. Um, and like, I just don't want it to. And yeah. like, I'm trying to do everything in my fucking power to not let that happen. But it's like, it, it's, it's, there is, there is a, there is something to being, uh, and, and genuinely believing that you're unconquerable, even if you definitely are. Mm. Like, mm. I've had so many fucking, so many of my foundations just destroyed like so much like hope that I had, like just from even like back when we were doing like the last episode when I was like, Oh yeah, my debut EP is coming out. It's going to be cool. I can't fucking wait. Like I'm so much more of like a cynical jaded asshole than I was back then. (laughs) And it's like, it would, it would just be keep fucking holding on, please. For the love of God. Like you don't, you might be fucking miserable doing this, but I don't think you realize how miserable you'll be if you don't. Yeah. And I don't think you even want to test that, which is why you're still fucking doing it. You know, like, <laughs> anyway, on a slightly more happy note, I think successful people are people that are really good at, 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 at stopping, reevaluating, and then doing something different. I think yeah. uh, the theory of insanity that it's, it's doing the same shit 
over and over again and hoping that something's going to fucking change. If you keep doing the same gigs in the same places with the same people releasing the same fucking music, nothing's going to fucking change. Um, yeah. Successful people are people that are really good at doing something. And then before they do anything else, they'd be like, what could we have done that better? Should we do something different? Should we just not do it at all? What do we like? Mm. And then, and then proceeding from there. Right. But that can only happen if you have the willpower and the fucking wherewithal to keep going. Right. Yeah. A lot of the times I feel, I feel like it's like the seven year business theory where the first two years you're fucked. You're not making any money. You're fucking miserable. You have to live like shit. You fucking hate it. And then the second two years you realize, fuck, okay, I've gotten, I'm definitely further than I was before. I'm still not making any fucking money. People still don't give a shit who I am, but like I'm, I'm, I'm further. I've, I've gotten better at my craft. I'm a lot wiser about the shit that I should be doing. Uh, I've, I've, I've ironed this down to like the fucking six basic tasks that I need to fucking do to succeed in this. And then by the fucking, the next two years, you're like, okay, I've got some fucking money coming in. This is all right. The financial pressure is off a bit. I'm okay with calling myself an artist in public. I don't mm. mind introducing myself to people as a musician because I'm doing all right. And then you just fucking hope that the next two years is that one step further where you're like, okay, holy shit, I can relax now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, just fucking keep going for the love of God. Don't yeah. stop because we always need more fucking art. It doesn't fucking matter who's making it. There are fucking so many people on this earth. I guarantee you can find at least a small crowd that thinks what you're doing is cool. Hell yeah. That was a good advice. That is great advice. That's great advice for like anyone to like keep going with artistic endeavors, not just artistic endeavors, but endeavors, yeah. businesses. And there's like, there's so much shit that people make. Like no one fucking sees it. No mm. one, no one sees it. And there's so many people who work so hard on so many things that no one ever fucking sees and i just like oh we appreciate you yes or at least i fucking appreciate you I, like if you're listening to this i have your fucking back please for the love of god reach out to me and send me what you've done so i can fucking do something with it like yeah i want like i i don't know it's maybe it's just the fact that the world's going to shit but like fucking <laughs> we we need art and we need things that make us smile. We need music to listen to while we walk to our jobs that fucking hurt us. We need fucking shit to watch that makes us feel better about being alive. Like, we need that sort of shit. Totally. And it's, you know, it's important. And I feel bad for, like, the, like, genuinely really bad for people who work really hard on something and it doesn't, they don't feel like anyone cares, you know, because it's. Mm. People who get that cool in an email, you know? Like. Oh, yeah, fucking that. I'm still, <laughs> can you tell I'm still fucking annoyed about that? Like, but, you know, that was you and now, you know, now you're touring. Yeah, and that's, and I guess you know, that, that like, ultimately leads me to the final point where, like, I got asked to sit on a panel of, like, for indie, like, like up-and-coming indie artists because the person who was organizing it thought I was good and, like, I don't even... Remember getting up on that panel and there's really important people there. There's like mm. the head of Q Music. There's the mm. fucking music coordinator from Fortune Z and be like, someone genuinely thinks I belong amongst these people. Yeah. Like I have to be doing something right. <laughs> exactly. And if, you'd, if you'd quit, then you wouldn't have been there. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I remember sitting there and giving answers to these mostly kids about what was happening. And I'd be like, I actually like, like, like a year ago, I wouldn't even fucking fathom that. I could be considered equals with these people, mm. you know, like I'm even if it's just like the dude who orders the uh, organizes the panel just thinks that some of my songs are cool. Like it's, it's crazy. You know, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's, I think keeping track of your progression is really important because like, and I said this last time, like you can get caught in this weird, horrible forest for the tree situation where you can't see in front of you and you can't see anything and you're just fucking wandering around lost. But like, 
the forest ends somewhere. If you keep going, you can find it. Hmm. That was nice. I yeah. That. <laughs> I'm pretty much out of sage quotes now, I think. <laughs> well, one, one more for the pile, which I feel is relevant and might help you feel Go for a bit it. better, is that uh, Neil Gaiman, in regards to... Oh, I forget what, what the syndrome's called, but it's when you feel like you don't belong. Oh, imposter. Imposter, imposter syndrome. syndrome, yeah. Um, I think you're saying that, like, don't be so scared of losing everything around you that you don't enjoy. Like, remember to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you wake up every day being scared that you're going to lose everything, and then eventually you'll be like, well, I didn't even enjoy it when I had it because mm. I was so scared of losing it. So, like, yeah. enjoy yeah. what you do. Make you're doing, good art. You're doing cool things. And, yeah, make Thanks, good art. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate that, my man. I appreciate you. Oh, well. <laughs> appreciate you too, son. <laughs> Oh, a lot of appreciation going on. Yeah, I appreciate it. you too, James. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, I appreciate Zane. Zane. I always appreciate yeah. Zane, our righteous podcast father. You. Uh, well, let's kind of. I, that's a good kind of note to wind awesome. down on, I believe. Um, do you? Would you like to plug some things? Um, so this comes out on the twenty second of February, right? It does. Uh, the first single off uh, my new EP. The single's called "Mess Things Up." It's going to be on any like a fully collaborative EP that I've made called "Low Key High Strung." Uh, that's going to come out the day this comes out. So hopefully you like that. It is, uh, I wrote the song and uh, Lily Rose Porter features on it predominantly. It's a duet between the two of us. Uh, you can go listen to that. I hope you like it. I'll be at the launch gig when this fucking comes out probably. But yeah. Where um, is the launch gig? The launch gig will be at Betty's in West End and I have tickets for both of you. Oh, keen for real. Yeah. Oh, I knew about that. That's why I didn't say thank you. Just <laughs> I'm not just a dick who assumes I have free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Um, and yeah, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias mm. and follow me on Spotify. Lovely. Uh, Alex, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm your man, Alex Smith. I'm also a Brisbane musician. Um, I, I play with Aiden sometimes uh, and I'm going to be featuring on this EP. Hopefully, unless we we try it a bunch of times and just like it's just you that's wrong. <laughs> they kick me, which is very fair because I, I want uh, good music, not me music. No, um, you'll you'll be fine, man. Yeah. Thank you. You'll you'll like the new demo more. I'm keen. I'm keen. I feel bad. I haven't sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to hear my music, check it out on Spotify and iTunes. It's just your man, Alex Smith. James, James do you have anything, anything you'd like to plug? Oh boy. Um, at this point in time, uh, not particularly. I have other podcasts on this network. Um, unfeatured articles. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a show that I host uh, with a, a brand new host uh, as our good friend Riley McNamara has left the, the state. He was very good when the rain starts falling. He was. Oh, he he was, was fantastic. Uh, and now he's going to do more acting stuff at NIDA. Yeah, he's going to NIDA. He's so talented. Fuck me. Yeah. What a, what a boy. Because he was so talented in When the Rain Stops Falling. NIDA scouted him. They said, let's pick up the Did that board. actually happen? No. Oh. I believe it. I have, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. would I, right? He I was like, name. oh my God. Yeah, no. Would he he went into Queensland, Queensland Shakespeare Ensemble he after did. that. He did. So he went on to do big and better things. Killed it. Um, but what now we have Hannah Flannery, a lovely friend uh, who has come on the show as our other host, hmm. and uh, Alex Smith as well. will be will be kind I, of I guesting. serve as an intermittent weatherman. Yeah, I come in sometimes. <laughs> and now we turn to Alex. Yeah. Um, yes, but other than that, uh, that's about all I've got. Cool, Zane. You got anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> I think we we didn't set plugs. up a mic for Zane. I'm sorry, <laughs> not for this episode anyway. But, you want to bring um, us home? Yeah. I usually you end these things right. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I heard no, 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 time. So I was like, yeah. You want yeah. to bring us home? I do want to bring us home. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we're, we're now going to listen to uh, the single that uh, uh, Aiden's been talking about. This song is called Mess Things Up. It's myself and Lily Rose Porter. Mm-hmm. 
It's a fine little train wreck we've made tonight But we do this every time The subtle disaster, the poison wire We've clung to for so long We thought we could shake this disease by now But getting older didn't help The best us left years ago and so did the best of me I used to see my heart beat in your eyes Seasons changed the minute you said you were mine So let's mess things up again Let's mess things up again enjoy video games, have heard of video games, or perhaps exist in a world where video games also exist, then we have the podcast for you. Cutscene Saga is the new podcast from That's Not Canon Productions. We focus on the stories and the best bits of all video games, old and new, and discuss them with fans and our regular host, Joe Diskett. So get on to thatsnotcanon.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatching app to find Cutscene Saga, the new video game podcast for you. 